Yo, what's going on everyone? It's Brian and Jim here with Drink a Beer and Play a Game and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour. Welcome to episode 100! Woo! Thank you guys for uh, sticking with us through all these... It took way too many years, let's be honest, to get to 100. And we've stayed consistent this past year, but before then we were dog shit lazy with it. Yeah, we would do one episode and then like not do it for two months. And then we'd do like three episodes in a row and then not do it for four months. And then kind of back and forth for a few years. Just like our channel, we were very inconsistent, but we've managed to uh, to stick to dedicating, you know, to getting these out. And a lot of props go to Jim for picking up a lot of slack during a lot of times if I couldn't be on. And uh, being able to get us lots of topics, get us lots of guests. So make sure in the comments you give Jim all the praise in the world. We love to give him hell, but he deserves praise for uh, being, I guess, a producer extraordinaire. I don't know what else the other title. Uh, Fine. I was due to bring something to the page, so there you go. No, but uh, we really do appreciate all the guests we've had leading up to this episode. And, you know, we look forward to continuing this trend, sticking with it. But it's just been nice to talk with you guys what it feels like on a weekly basis. Between the questions, between comments, we love interacting with you guys. Yep, for sure. And as a special treat and throwback to the older episodes of the Power Hour, my lighting is blown out on the video. <laughs> so there you go. I actually tried to find the old t-shirt, but I think I threw that out. I think it had just too many holes at one point. But... I mean, considering this site started with us using the rock band mic in a, on a hockey stick in a shoe with a candle propping it up, I mean, it wouldn't be our shit without some kind of technical issue, right, Jim? Yeah, that sounds like a bastardized SpongeBob intro right there. <laughs> Damn it! You're not wrong. <laughs> but not only is it episode 100, my whole dry month is over. And I haven't drank, and I never broke from it once. And much like my good buddy Adam, I am back to take the title. Adam Copeland, a.k.a. <laughs> that, that's what you went for, isn't it? <laughs> You mean Edge, not Paige? I said Paige. Holy you crap. said Paige. <laughs> this, this is all on par for what the episode should be. Yeah, Actually, is... Jim, I'm really pissed. I was so sure you weren't going to get it that quickly. It's like you're, I, you're... I found a way to fuck it up, like I always do. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so we said, I, I think we said at least last episode and the episode before that, that we were going to save a special beer for this occasion. And if you're fans of this page, you know, Jim and I, we love us our Mad Elf. And one of our not-so-viewed videos that we spent a lot of time with and had too much fun doing the script for, our Mad Elf versus Rudolph, you might recognize this bottle. Um, if you're beer lovers and you're from PA, then you know this is a pretty damn old bottle now because they stopped making these labels, I want to say, at least three years ago. Well, at, mine has a copyright. I, I would. It might be longer. It might have been like four or five years at this point. Well, I know you and me saved these from even earlier. Yeah, well, and, I got this from my like uncle-in-law, if I want to put it that way. Yeah. So this this bottle actually is a 2011, apparently. So, yes. Holy shit. So 2011, ten years later, and it's um. This is like, if you're in PA, it's this is the go-to beer for those of you who, who, are, who aren't tired of hearing us talk about it. 
A lot of honey, a lot of cherry, comes in at 11%, so it's strong as shit. A lot of our friends back in the day used to age these things. Now, Trogues himself have come out and said, you're not supposed to do that. Like, we know you guys do this, and that's not a thing. There are beers you can do it that are much stronger, that would age better. This isn't one of them. Jim and I have never tried it. We said, what the hell? Let's save it for a special time, and what better than right now? So, Jim... Cheers, bud. 100 episodes. Cheers, man. And I'm drunk. <laughs> and Bri passed out. Um, I gotta say, the honey really comes out more than it ever did before. <clears throat> it's very sugary. Very, very malty. Uh, a little bit, like, thicker than it normally is, almost. Yeah. And definitely boozy as shit. Yeah, the booziness is there, but it isn't as, like, overly boozy as it normally is, too. I don't know if they had a different blend back then, too, plus the aging. Fuck if I know, but... I mean, it's still good. It's good. The, the cherries... Went away. Yeah, the cherry... So that was always the claim of everyone who did that. Some people would get get these beers, but then turn around and bitch that it tastes like cherries, when that's one of the things that points out that it's made Drink with. about the bottle! Why is it there? <laughs> I don't like cherries. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess it... I guess they were right, Jim. I guess all that shit they talked about, hey... You know, it gets rid of cherries. It makes it feel a little stronger. Uh, yeah, it's still friggin' delicious. And I do think this tastes better than the latest batch we just had. Hmm. All right. Interesting. Uh, yeah, you know what? Because you know what? The latest batch was real boozy. Like, the booziness almost, like, canceled out everything else. Whereas this is definitely more, like, flavor balanced. If you want to put yeah. it that way. Love the mouthfeel. It's like, like you said, it's, it's really good. It's not not so heavy that it's like all consuming but damn delicious so if you guys ever want to try it if you're lucky enough to get a mad elf uh, you won't get these beautiful bottles you'll get the bullshit new bottles but uh yeah give it a try for sure always comes recommended but oh, yeah. <laughs> might be episode 100 but let's go through the usual repertoire here before we have our special thing for this episode mm-hmm. oh what have you been playing <sighs> i mean it's like Warhammer is like when every boy first discovers they masturbate. I can't get enough of it. I'm playing it the little bit of time I've been able to. Uh, but outside of that, I did play like a, a tiny, tiniest bit of Assassin's Creed again. And then um, Warhammer, that remember that thing I was telling you about last episode, that Vermintide? Yeah. It's like the Left 4 Dead version in Warhammer. Right. I, I just said, you know what? I already have it downloaded. Let me just turn it on. And it's actually a great description. It's Left 4 Dead set in this Warhammer universe. Your enemies are these things called Skaven, which are essentially rat people. So they play like zombies. They have special types like a tank, like a thing, like the liquor that like pulls people away. It's a... Uh, it's fun. I played with randoms. You don't talk to them, but uh, yeah. Other than that, the Warhammer game, loving the hell out of it. How about you? What you been up to? I really didn't have dick for time this week to play games. So, like, I've had a couple minutes, so I finally finished up Strikey Sisters. But besides that, I didn't really do too much. So that I saw your uh, your tweet about that. Yeah, that's not an RPG, or it is. No, it's not an RPG at all. It's basically. Imagine, like, Arkanoid with, like, a map and a lot of shit to collect. Well, that's what confused me by the picture. It looked like a standard JRPG. It has that kind of, like, graphics to it. So, like, you play, you control, like, an actual player character instead of, like, you know, a stick like, this time. Yeah. Okay. 
but yeah, I mean, like, you can control it, you can cast different spells that you, like, capture it when you kill enemies, and you have shit to collect during the course of the thing. Like, it's it's a really good take on that, like, kind of game. If you like Arkanoid, you'll like it. So, are you happy you download it? Or is yeah. it kind of one that you're like, ah, it was fine? No, because it was, like, less than 10 bucks. Like, I like the game style. I haven't played that in a while. It, it isn't a game that, like, I could sit there and play for, like, long sessions. It's, like, a perfect pick up and, like, play a couple levels and then put it away, play something else kind of game. Yeah. But, I mean, it took me... Like between five to six hours to beat the whole th- to beat the story basically. That's not bad. So, yeah, no, I mean five to six hours, and I could always spend more time going back to hundred percent if I ever wanted to. So it's a good little deal, especially for under ten bucks. Now all these Switch games you get like that, do they all come standard with the ability to do multiplayer? Um, some of them do. I don't know if this one has online. I know it definitely has at least local co-op. Uh, I gotta see if it has online co-op. Because, you know, what? I'm just so used to, like, every game on PS and Xbox, and I don't play enough Switch. I was like, do they do that? Like, with all Switch games? Like, I, even though I know, we know the servers are issues, right. I know they can do multiplayer. Uh, apparently, there is some article today that, like, Nintendo's switching up, like, how... <laughs> oh! Uh, how they're doing their online infrastructure. And apparently, okay. they've been using the same one since the Wii U and 3DS when it first came out. So they're finally moving from, like, the NXT server system to something different. Like, I don't like the article because it's not that interesting, but it's just like, oh, they're finally updating how they do it. It's still probably stuck. What's great is, like, they're upgrading to what the original Xbox and Dreamcast could do. <laughs> no, no, let's not go crazy. It's not going to be that good. <laughs> Damn it. Looking up porn on Dreamcast was great. Did you ever try to do it on PS3? Like, every time I tried it, like, fucking, like, crashed my PS3. No, you scared me with, uh... I did. I barely touched PS3 for a while because you weren't you one of the poor bastards who had their credit card shit stolen from it when that <laughs> yeah, leak was. Yes, I was. I was in Disney when it happened. <laughs> That's right. And all of a sudden, <laughs> the the great the great PS PSN leak of 2011. That was an eventful week. Macho Man Randy Savage died, and I lost my credit card info while on vacation. But on the bright side, the beer you're drinking was made that year. That is true. But yeah, like I'm in Disney, about to buy another, you know, like the 20th bottle of wine that day. And all of a sudden, it's just like, oh, your card's declined. I was like, whoop, <laughs> and gave them a call. And they're like, oh, did you spend $600 at Domino's in the UK? And I was like, no. <laughs> You're like, or did I? <laughs> I was like, well, that's quite weird. And then I saw the article, and I went, son of a fuck. They didn't yeah. any passwords. Good job, Sonny. You told me that, and I, I legit, other than a local game I played, I didn't, I just didn't do online shit for that for the longest time, so... Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get that experience, Jim. Yeah. I, well, I mean, with PSN, you could have a free account back then without signing anything up into there. But <laughs> but they gave me Mod Nation Racers for free. I, I can't remember when Xbox Gold first came out. Was it always Charge? I think so. Like, I think it was. There was. Silver was free and gold was. Uh, That's free. right. Silver. So, but with silver, you could still go on. I thought, couldn't you still go online? You could like go online to the stores and like download DLC and shit like that. But like you didn't have the. You couldn't do multiplayer. The party chat or the multiplayer stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't do party chat, but no, you couldn't do multiplayer. So it didn't matter anyway. Yeah. I remember. This is the thing that also makes me feel older because 
you are. Younger people these days, hey, you're older than me. Younger people these days will never know going to a 7-Eleven or Wawa or somewhere to get your Xbox Gold card, buying that shit, and then having to put in the goddamn code before it was so easy to just do it off there. Uh-huh. God, that was so annoying. I remember giving that as gifts for a while with some of our friends. Like, oh, oh it's your birthday. Here you go. Now you get a year of Xbox Gold. Yeah. I mean, when I was using my roommate's Xbox 360, a lot of that time was off your dollar. Yeah, Jim, I know. Don't I know. <laughs> <laughs> I need to say rock my so now that you've finished up that interesting game, are you going to go to a more mainstream title, or do you still have more indies that you're blasting through? Uh, I'm probably going to go back to Shantae for a little bit and see if I like it or not, give it a real chance. And then if not, I have a bunch of other indies and crap like that to Damn play it, through. Just do us both the favor. Well, actually, the big thing I'm going to do next after I'm done that is, because I have a couple of videos like done and in the pipeline, so I'm going to finally fucking beat, finish off goddamn Mythology Sub-Zero. Because we have Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yep. And I have like three levels left, so I'm just going to fucking sit there and beat that. And you gotta, and then you got to play some MK, MK11. Yes, yes I do. I'm, I'm excited for that. So my ne- my next uh, gaming sessions will all be pretty much Mortal Kombat based. So, be, so then you'll be fighting gamed out for a while. Probably. <laughs> then, I, then I'll gladly go back to my indies. Nice. Yeah, this week is... Uh, yeah, when I get the time, it's focusing in on the next review you and I will be doing together. And if you watch last... No, I know, but I'm just saying that'll be the focus over the next few weeks, I'll say. I can't wait. <laughs> Our lovely Patreon request from Gamer Asher. It was funny, the other day in the group chat I'm in with him, he was like, yeah, sorry about that, I was pretty drunk when I put in the request. I was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, that's on par. I mean, it, listen, it's on par for us, it makes sense. If you're a fan of us and you request something, it's almost I want you to be drunk because that's like that's what we deserve. So. It's true. We are pieces of shit. So. <laughs> and Jim, apparently, we still don't know anything about baseball games. <laughs> well, maybe guys who don't like baseball should be making a baseball list. <laughs> okay, I should be like. Maybe people who don't like playing games shouldn't critique game list. <laughs> I, 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 oh no, you you. You know how I, I used to love going back and forth with everyone. Yep. But now I've completely... You tend to be the one, and it's funny because you go for that... You are kind of talking shit, but you're giving like a snide remark back. Right. And I've seen sometimes it works, sometimes it blows up. Right. Whereas me, I would always go for the jugular, and I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to waste my energy on those comments anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's a six-year-old video. What do you want? Ah. Jim, but oh, what bothers you? Jeopardy. Oh no! All my success. What? Will not, I do? not that those comments bother. You. What? What? What bothers you more though? That we still get stupid ones like that, or that we still get people like commenting pretty regularly on the Parappa video. <laughs> uh, I, I, the Parappa video just fucking that. That just entertains me. How many comments that video? Yeah. The only thing that bothers me about video that video is that's always going to be our most viewed video unless something blows up. Well, and it's so funny because... Seven, almost eight years of effort and just splicing together all the cutscenes from Parappa 2 is the only thing that people watch. And it's like, I, the literal reason why I did that was just so I could have a place to put all that and know I didn't have to keep it on my hard drive. In the event we ever had to, like, use it again for something. I, ugh. It, it is what it is. Yep. We're the one-stop shop for Parappa Rappa 2 cutscenes, Brian. <laughs> Somebody had to be Jim. Yeah. 
<laughs> Heavy lies the crown. Speaking of, though of our Patreons and how much we love them, what questions were they able to give us this week? Yep. So to celebrate episode 100, we opened it up to all of our patrons. So starting off, good old gamer Astral, favorite video game composer. Here's the deal. I don't know names, but if I since not if I'm on the spot, since I'm on the spot, if it was old school. Uh, whoever did Konami. Like, I don't know if it was one composer. If it was, that's even more impressive. But whatever team worked on the Konami games back in the day, you knocked it out of the goddamn park. Um, outside of that... No, fuck it. Konami. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know enough, like, composers because modern-day compo composers, it's just so few and far in between between, like, major labels that yeah, I just stick with that. Okay. And yeah, me, easy, use Okashiro for like Shinobi and Streets of Rage in its glory days. So that's good. One, yeah. The the Fallen Brothers were maybe just Tim Fallen. I forget if it's the brothers or just the one guy, but Fallen, he's awesome too. Hmm. So yeah, um, next up from Snarcast, the worst beer to go with the worst game you have ever played. I think we've said a few times the worst game we've probably played would be a combination of either pit fighter for the super nes or the wayne gretzky hockey i was gonna say wayne gretzky hockey is the worst game i've still ever played it's you yeah for, contender coming up though in a review i have a contender okay it would definitely be one of those and worst beer if you're going for something that just is bullshit no flavor then you go yingling light beer um, not light lager, as we have to say. Yeah. There's a light beer, and it's awful. Um, or I there was a beer, and I don't think Jim ever tried it, but it was, for a while there, I went through his habit of trying all the pepper beers I could find, and there was one that, like, basically looked like a pissed-down Corona with, oh. I don't even know what kind of pepper it was. It tasted like dirt lager mixed with just a way-too-spicy pepper. So you got terrible flavor. And really, like, burning sensation. Those two. Mix them with Wayne Gretzky Hockey or Pit Fighter. Yep. I was going to go with Yingling Light Beer and Wayne Gretzky Hockey. So, there you go. Yeah. Next up, from Kev Called. Congratulations on episode 100. What is the funniest and or most interesting experience you have had with online gaming? Ooh. Huh. That's a great question. Yeah um see a problem for us too is for the most part we only play with our friends you play with more randos than i do in different games so like i'm really gonna be limited on this one um i would say i have a couple but the easiest one i can go to is uh, for a while there yeah i always i play it with a lot of random people in a lot of different games um when i when the ufc game i think it was just called ufc one i can't remember the name of it but it's a newer on the xbox 360 um i was actually like competing online for a while and you know you get the people that would trash talk or whatever but i was leota machida and this dude was playing rashad evans i knocked him out and this dude sent me this message like oh yeah bitch well that's why my boy's gonna knock out leota this weekend talking all this shit so, naturally, that weekend, Lyoto did exactly the same knockout I did to Rashad in the game. So, I just said, like, what happened to your boy? Like, what happened? So, then he blocked me. So, I was like, <laughs> I was like, all right, that, that's worth it. 
I love when shit talk goes wrong for people, and that happens to me on a lot of games, so. Yeah, I don't have... I think the only, like, real memorable thing is not even so much, like, shit talking through group chat or, like, party chat, but when you get those text messages and you get in, like, texting wars trying to type with the goddamn Xbox controller, oh, yeah. like, going word to word to word, like, taking five-minute breaks in the middle of a play session to get that, like, next jab back at a guy before you can get back in the session. <laughs> And I, you get another pop-up with, like, oh, message received. You're like, motherfucker, I can't let this go. <laughs> if I can add an addendum onto that, our buddy Eric, uh, we've been playing Call of Duty with him more recently, and he introduced me to one of the funniest ways you control people. Whether you win or lose, if somebody, like, for whatever reason is talking shit, because in Call of Duty, even if you're in a party, you can see them and you hear them sometimes. Yeah. Um, regardless if we win or lose... I, like, if a guy's doing that, I just send him a message and just say, trash. And he'll, like, be like, but stats and this and that and write this long thing and I just write back, trash. And then, like Jim's saying, I will always have that, like, queued up so every time he responds, trash. Like, and they get so <laughs> mad. They're like, fuck you. 1v1, 1v1. I was like, why would I want to do that with trash? And they, oh. just, they just get furious. <laughs> That's pretty good. I'm going to have to steal that. <laughs> yeah. I offer that to anyone listening. If you really want to drive people crazy, just keep saying that. Trash. Trash. Next up from Game Whisperer Dean. Congrats on 100. Thoughts on GameStop and stocks? I mean, I love this story. I really hope too many people didn't get in on it while it was too high. Because it's only going to go down. And I am all for it. Like I want that to happen as often as possible. But there's also that reality of just like Bitcoin. When that shit exploded. Too many people back in the day bought it at like 19k. And then it dropped down to like 9k for the next two or three years. And yeah. if you bought the GameStop shit at like 300. I feel bad for you. I, I hope you didn't like really break the bank for yourself for doing it. But... I mean, what's fascinating to me, this is the same shit as when people are like, wait, you're telling me people in sports, like professional sports, take steroids? Like, they're finding out the stock market, there's rigs and shit for this stuff. I'm like, yeah, like, that's a thing. Um, but fuck, so, fuck those hedge funds, guys. I think it's hilarious. But if you have GameStop stocks, do yourself a favor. Don't hold on too long because you will lose your pants. Well, it's funny because, like, the, one of the first guys who started Game 4 Dev or whatever the fuck his name is on uh, Wall Street Bets, apparently, like, he's basically, over the past week, like, lost $18 million in profit from, like, from how he exploded it from when he first mm -hmm. hit. And, I, I mean, the real thing here is, like, fuck these hedge fund guys because, like, they're betting on people to lose and for businesses to go bankrupt and shit like that. So, yeah. like... I'm all for the trolling of it and all. Oh, like, yeah. Fuck these guys. It's, it, it's awesome to see billionaires cry on there. I and That's what I love. Like, here's my thing. The butthurt baby billionaires. Fuck you. I don't feel a ounce of sorrow for anyone in those positions. And I like the idea. If you get 10,000 people to all only put up like 100 bucks and it can do these kind of shifts, I say do it more often. You know, like, shake that shit up. But, like I said, I don't want to see the guy who, like, oh, I'm going for this cause. I'm going to do my life savings and put it in here. Like, I don't want that because I don't want that person because they will get fucked. The, the hedge fund guy, even losing 18, 
it's going to hurt him, but you know at the end of the day, there's some bullshit where he's going to be fine. Yeah. For the love of God, for everyone doing it, because I had to do some research on this. If you're using one of these apps like Robinhood or Weeble, keep all your goddamn emails because apparently Robinhood doesn't give you tax forms. So yep. let's say you have a shitload of money. You're going to have no way to account for it. If you don't keep it in there a year, you're going to get hit with that capital gains tax like a motherfucker. So yeah, keep all your emails together. Keep all whatever little paperwork you get. And or if you have something more stable than GameStop or IMC, you know, stay for a year and play the long game. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know, Doge. What do you call it? Like exploded like last week for like a day or two, even though that's like completely fake money, which is hilarious. But yeah, don't too many of that, and that's what I'm afraid of. Like too many people were introduced into stocks kind of the wrong way. Like it was fun, but then they might have an eyeball for like, oh, well, this one's move, and it's like I don't want to see people lose money just do your research take your time and realize most stocks are not volatile like if it moves by three cents in a day that can be a huge thing not mold not magnitude so just yeah be smart i don't want to see any regular folk get hurt by this right i am part of the revolution though is i have one share of amc so you can thank me when i oh trust me when i saw that this was happening and i i was because i i have robin hood and i do you know, I have like a decent amount of stocks of shit. Like, yeah, I'm all for buying small stocks here and there, here and there. But I saw AMC and I was like, I forget what it was at. It was when it like just first happened. It was cheap. I was like, oh, I could buy some. I was like, nah, let me wait because I'm not sure about it. And then I saw it spike, and then I saw the Robin Hood freeze, and I saw that Wee Bull thing or whatever the fuck it's called. And then they turn around and froze. I was like, well, I guess I'm glad I didn't do that. But like I said, I just don't want to see someone being like, I put two grand of my savings into this. That's not the move. Yeah, like the only cool thing about it is like this got me interested in stocks. Like I made a Robinhood account. Mm-hmm. And like I actually. Jim, made- you should have told me, me and you could have both got a free stock. It is true. I just saw like a random guy with it on there. So I was like, all right, I'll use this thing. I'll get a free yeah. stock out of it. No, it's great. Yeah, no, it got me interested in it. Like I'm going to probably move over to, we try to transfer it all from Weeble over to. We're from Robinhood to Weeble because Robinhood might be going down depending on. Uh, Here's the deal. This is this is one of those things. It's not going to go down. It probably won't. This the CEO will probably be put to slaughter, and that'll be it. Mm-hmm. Oh, he acted on his own. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, what they always do. But yeah, no, I mean it's interesting. I have I have some stocks now, and so far I've doubled my money that I've put in. But Jim, I have more I have more dependable things. I don't have the, a lot of the mean ones. Jim, we should talk offline. I can give you tips. Yeah, give me money damn it jim <laughs> but no yeah i uh going back to the question i am absolutely for that but what's hilarious is these same gamers that went out and did this and i know it's not just gamers i know it's other folks too right are the same ones that are like fuck gamestop like who cares that's going down who cares that like they actually don't care about the gamestop piece of it like nobody cares gives two shit everyone hates on gamestop Justin Wang had a great tweet today where he was just like, I love the fact that all these people are pretending like they're doing a social revolution and then just find an easy way to make money. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, there's that too. But yeah, yeah, man, it's, uh, I mean, it was a perfect storm. Like, you know, you're shorting, you know, more stock than actually exists. So, you know, I put yourself get fucked. Yeah, no, I'm all for that. Like I said, let, uh, let them get bit by the hand that feeds. Yep. And it's just nice for once to see the internet all come together. For, even for a short time. For, for, for the split second. <laughs> yep. 
Just remember, it doesn't matter if you're right or left. It's all about rich versus poor. Yep. I, I'm such a smart Politico talker guy. <laughs> we all poop out our butts. Yeah. And uh, let's see. But Nope, great question. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see here. Um, hit the wrong thing. All right, from Eric Lewacki. Is Mario 3 really better than Sonic 3 and Knuckles? To 100,000 more. I do 100,000 of these fucking episodes. One will be like 300 years old. And two, <laughs> please kill me. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's just get to a thousand first. Um, here's the deal: importance, yes. I, man, it's it's really tough. From a tech technology standpoint, yes, Sonic Three is more impressive. I would argue that the soundtrack is probably more timeless in Mario Three, and since that is the defining game like when people 98 percent of people who make a list and say what's the best nes game they're gonna say super mario 3 yeah not even probably two percent would say sonic 3 so for that i'd say for what best genesis game yeah like ever no, no a lot a lot would say sonic 3 and knuckles really oh dude oh yeah but see most lists would take into the historical context and would put Sonic or Sonic 2 over that. Regardless of if it's a better game. No, no, what do you call it? Most, no, the Sonic 3 and Knuckles is always one of those top ones for any Genesis list. I mean, I don't know. For me, it's I not still... My, like, like I said it before, like I never really liked the style that was 3 and 3 mm -hmm. and Knuckles. So, like, I get that it's like, from a gameplay perspective, it's better. But I just never... I liked it a little simpler, and I liked the music to be better. So. Well, yeah, and that's... Yeah, Jackson. <laughs> damn it at the end of the day i think mario 3 is better but yes on a technical graphics and the abilities of the soundtrack it, you may have to give it to sonic 3 but i i like mario 3 better even then like mario 3 pushes the nes soundtracks and like it's also got like it also has like more of a scope i'd say because mm -hmm. like you have like the giant lands and all the different lands but, i mean like you get the different weather lands in sonic 3 too but it's like yeah it's, you know it's fine. It's fine, but it's like good. it's good. Like I just never liked the Sonic Three itself as much. Yeah, I just think it's. I'm not saying it's like a complete blowout of the water, but I would say Mario Three is better. Yeah. Yep. Same here. So the witch is better for this week. Mario Three is better than Sonic Three and Knuckles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and last up from Alex Perez. Congrats, guys. What moments would you put on the gag reel of the past 99 episodes of the Power Hour? Well, there's me saying, damn it, Jim. Uh, there's the Jim quotes that, just like with our reviews, they probably just don't age well. And there's a lot of quotes that I love the follow-up bashing in the comments where he misspoke or threw something out there that was just factually wrong. Yeah. Um, outside that of that, spicy. there'd probably also be the Jim spilling his beer, because that's happened a number of times. I mean, we could just put my fuck ups in general. I mean, right? I'm sh I'm shocked. That I my greatest fuck up you did not mention. I mean, the Resident Evil one was that's the one. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Like that is my favorite one for sure, and that would be highlighted because that that encompasses like the dynamic. Like at the beginning. Jim has this grand plan in his head, and I know he's so excited, and he's going to get it out. 
and he just can't wait to try and fuck me with this question and this is like this is our relationship to a t he's ready to pull the trigger and it just it just like like in the cartoon backfires on it all falls apart spill my spaghetti and it just gets everywhere and then my one my chance at glory i just take for myself so it so yeah it would be filled with just moments like that and I, yeah i mean like you said there'd be plenty of funny little gag reels that we can make it's just yeah hey, there's probably too many to name <laughs> yeah so the resident evil one is definitely the first one that came to my mind that's that's on the top of the list yep for sure Jim, is that the one that's corner? Of course. Well, yeah. Well, Jim's crusty corner. I said maybe after our episode, after this episode, it could be a recurring bit. <laughs> I was... <laughs> Jim talks about Jim talks about the latest hentai game in Jim's crusty corner. <laughs> don't don't have something in a case, you son of a bitch. Next time. Uh, this would be part of the gag reel, right there. <laughs> <laughs> and even though it's not in the podcast, I'd still have to put in your Kevin Spacey comment. <laughs> the most, the most, speaking, speaking of recurring comments. <laughs> I mean, you definitely, what's amazing is how quickly after all that happened, I don't know if they just search like keyword and somehow it came to that game, but it seemed odd. Like we got so much after the, that controversy happened or like maybe it's just random people who like maybe they saw the video but like maybe they subscribe and just don't comment a lot or something like that and then yeah. they just came back like oh what about that kevin spacey comment i was like i know <laughs> it was fine at the time <laughs> oh jim come on you know you know context isn't allowed how was i supposed to know that he was grooming teenagers i didn't know he didn't <laughs> or, groom me how was i supposed to know or did you and you didn't care who knows Oh, some people got to make a buck. <laughs> damn it, Jim. What? <laughs> that would be the gag reel. Da- damn it, Jims. <laughs> yep, true. No, but I'm that, playing their trauma for laughs. That is a great question, so I do appreciate it. Yeah, no, thanks a lot. And that wraps it up. So before we move on, especially to you patrons out there, thank you so goddamn much for the support that we pretty much don't deserve. But, you know, we've loved interacting with you and all your questions. You've made these power hours so much better and easier for us. In a lot of these cases, uh, and actually to talk about uh, the Patreon going to good use, I got a new webcam that, of course, is giving me trouble. But my personal videos will be looking a lot better. Or I just use some funds to get a new uh, capture card, so we're putting it back into sight, as you know, yeah, as we should be. And speaking of that, uh, you know, with getting the new capture card now, <clears throat> it's not only allowed me to get footage better. But it also will allow me to stream more often. I got the new computer, new capture card. I just did this past Thursday, Thursday. So if you're not already, please make sure to follow us on Twitter and on Twitch. At a minimum, Thursdays are when I can definitely um, start streaming. And when my schedule for work and personal life is a little less hectic, I'm going to be streaming. I have a lot of ideas, and they can be PC games now because I have something that's not fucking terrible. It's from 2013. Yeah, at least, yeah. So, but no, we truly, truly appreciate it. Uh, as Jim said, we love the interaction with you guys. Your questions, they, we really appreciate it. And honestly, you know, the money you guys give us really helps 
keeps the site going, keeps us getting hardware so we can just keep pumping out content for you. So once again, we want to say thank you very much and cheers to that. Yep, for sure. Cheers. And then anyone else who's ever interacted with it, obviously. Thank you as well. Absolutely. Yep. And please, if you're new to the page and new to it, whatever you're looking at us on, go leave a comment, leave a review. If it's an iPod, you know, if it's a podcast network, you can even leave a shit review as long as you leave a five star bash away, whatever you want. You know, appreciate read it, whatever yeah. five star review we get as good or as bad as it is. <laughs> as I said before, please leave the slurs <laughs> to a minimum. Now, Jim, <clears throat> so I see you're almost done. I finished mine. I loved having this aged. And once again, it's probably because I wasn't as crazy about this past year's batch which we've talked about before. There are differences from year-to-year -year batches. Um, and I can say, after a month of not drinking, I got the, uh, the I, I don't know what else to call it, the face warmies. Like, you know when you, you drink and your face just gets warm? That's my feeling right now. So I'm curious how much, it's probably going to be only a beer or two more before I'm legit drunk, so. Well, Bri, funny you should mention that because... <laughs> Do we have something coming up? We have something special planned for this episode. So, basically, we're going back to form. We did it a couple times in the old episodes. Did it with Dan. We're doing a legit power hour. So, Brian and I have put together each threw in 30 of our favorite songs from video games. So, every minute that goes by will be a different song. We're going to take a shot of beer. Every time we do this, we wound up going through like three to four beers in an hour during the course of it. At least, yeah, if not five or six. It's crazy how much. I'm always amazed how much we go through. I, it, it it always seems like more than it should be. Yes, and and you always have to, you're like bladders about to burst by the end every time. Oh, yeah, I'm always game over by the end. <laughs> so starting off with this fancy pants beer to get us in the mood and then switch into the light shit because you cannot do this with craft beer. So if you're watching that, whether you're watching this through the podcast or I'll probably pull this clip by itself, if you want to play along, go grab your shot glass. Unfortunately, I don't know where the hell my wife packed all of her glass one, so I got the shitty little plastic one. And every time the song changes, you just take a shot of beer with us. Please do yourself a favor. Don't ever try this with alcohol because it's a or like liquor. That's a terrible idea. Just get yourself a light beer. And I can't stress the word light enough. Yep, and I'm once again using a shot glass given to us from our buddies at Video Games Monthly. So, if you ever want awesome to little, yeah. to your door, hit these guys up. It's a good little service. Completely non-promotion or paid promotion right there for you. Yeah. Good dudes. No, they're just legit good guys. All right, so we're about to get started, and I will say there is one little caveat here. While we are doing a full power hour, I did add one song on top of the power hour, and it's close to Gemini's heart because it is the first game we reviewed together. And I had to add it on here just for the sake of it's this encompasses the first thing we did together on the site, first game we reviewed. And you know what? It's not that bad of a song. So let me go ahead. If you guys are playing along, make sure you raise your beer up. Jim, you got your Bud Light. I got Miller Light. Yep. If you're playing at home, please do light beers. And it's going to get started in three, two, one. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, so. This will be the drunkest episode that people have heard in a while. I know. So this game, as I said, first game Gemini reviewed. The link can be in the bio below. It was a terrible game. 
This soundtrack still sometimes pops in my mind because I actually think this song is pretty decent. Yeah, it's not a bad song at all, really. Like, I think it's good for what it is. One of the better parts of the game. <laughs> but Jim, ever did you ever? What did you ever imagine back when we reviewed this? Obviously, we had a completely different idea of like how we were going to do reviews and everything. But it's evolved quite crazily. Yeah, I mean, we definitely found a rhythm eventually. Yeah. So what I've done with this Power Hour is it'll just keep switching back from songs Jim likes or his favorites to mine. So it's one for one every time. All right, cool. So the first song now pop up will be Jim. So Jim, you explain why you like it. Ah, uh, the fucking black belt. I can't get this goddamn song out of my head. It's. <laughs> oh wait, wait, Jim. Do your shot. My shot. Now, like, I don't watch a lot of anime, but I know this is supportive of like a Fist of the North Star game. So I don't know if it came from the anime. Maybe that's why it's so good. But like, goddamn, the quality on this song so good. And it's like a minute and a half long. It's like a real composed like music track. What song or what system is this for? Master System. It's pretty. Yeah, for a Master System, it's pretty good. And did you like how I tied it to Karate Champ? Eh? Ah. See what I did there? Smart. Clever. You might want to look for those connections for a lot of these songs, Jim. Yeah, but if you like if you like Kung Fu and the NES, if you have a Master System, check out Black Belt. It's fun. And if you have a Master System, just throw it out. You dirt <laughs> bastard. <laughs> oh, it, Jim has. Well, we'll get to it. Ah, oh, well. Cheers. Here's what I'll say. What so, can be said? What can be said? There's nothing I need to say about this song. Um, when I made my... And, I, and Jim and I have said many times, being very honest, neither of us were very big Zelda fans in general of the series. Like, you see diehards. That's not Jim and me. And when I made my top 10 most beer-worthy moments, basically my favorite things about the original Legend of Zelda, this music, it speaks for itself. It's like goofy, fun, you know when adventure's gonna happen. It, but man, does it get stuck in your head. And I know it's been remade many times. I still prefer this version the most. It's a staple. It's It's got to be there if it's a Zelda game. Yeah. Now, Bri, are you ever going to make your 10 favorite song video game song list video? I thought about that, but putting this together, I don't know if I fucking... Like, it was so hard getting even a 30. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Oh. Cheers. Cheers. When I watched your video and I heard this, I was like, actually, I actually like this song. I never even heard of the game. Oh, Game Ground? Yeah, so, classic Sega arcade game. And, like I said in the video, the first ten levels, you're going to be hearing this song straight through. So, it's a banger, and it gets caught in your head, and you never get sick of it, so. At least it's a, it is a good song. What's funny is, whenever I see best Genesis soundtracks... This is actually one of the cleanest composed songs on that system. And it's like it's an arcade port, and it's a really early game for the system, too. Like, relatively early, so. And it has a Master System port, mm -hmm. and the sound in that is pretty much close. So, like, it's impressive on a Master System how it sounds, too. Now, did you see all the songs I put in my list already? I saw or... a lot of them. I didn't see how you finished it off today. Okay. Yeah, because for my list... Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, DK Country, just like Zelda, um, I grew up, this was my second Super NES game, 
and I felt, I mean, I beat it every which way, and <clears throat> this game is what introduced me to the idea that a soundtrack on a game could be more than just background noise. Like, I was like, wow, this, like, sets a different type of mood. Um, so I was super young. This particular one, you're at the end of the game, you're fighting the final boss, and I just love the difference where how it started to what it evolves into. Oh, yeah, like, you can't say enough about the Donkey Kong Country soundtrack. What I thought was funny about your list of videos was... Yeah, oh, it's cutting out for you, too, as we talk. No, 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 we're good. Zoom video. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, Like, for me, I tried to keep it to, like, one song per franchise. You, it was, like, five Donkey Kong Country songs. Oh, dude, I couldn't. Argue with them. They're good songs. I know. I, I hear cheers, bud. Cheers. Well, here's my problem with my list. I've given up the idea of being able to limit, limit myself. So there's a few situations where I use multiple songs from the same game. I would love to say I could pick one. I, I, but I also say fuck it. If I know what I what I like, I know what I like. Yeah. So this is the uh, menu music from Virtual Racing Deluxe. No, it's good, it's especially for a racing game. Yeah. So goddamn good. I like it. It's very. Uh, I don't. I, I can't think of the word I'm looking for. It like sounds like what a menu should be. Right. Exactly. It's like perfect menu music. Yeah. And yeah. It's like the same loop over and over, but it's it's nice. Yeah, and, I, and as you can see, it's a shorter enough. song, yep. but I just had to restart it. Oh, poor next shot. Yeah, so this one you might not know. So, cheers. Oh, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. Okay. My favorite. So, when I was a kid, this is one of the few, like, outside of DOS games I had for my PC. And I was always obsessed with cars and my favorite car that i've always wanted was a diablo uh, lamborghini diablo a yellow one and when i saw this game cover it had it this whole soundtrack is very techno-y of the time like because it came out in 96 or 97 and i like this was probably my favorite track from the game it just like as you're moving along and the cops are chasing you it is very like you know you're weaving in and out of traffic it just, well, Hot Pursuit was like PS2 era, wasn't it? No, no, no. This was PC. This was literally like way back. They made another Hot Pursuit series later on. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. It was so fun because this is the first game you could be cops too. Ah, oh, this one. Cheers. Cheers. So I need to ask. This one, number one, I know you don't like generally the Super Nintendo sound on a lot of things. But that circus music, do you know the name of that actual backtrack? Oh, like the actual like circus like song that was like Doink's theme and shit like that? Yes. Like, I don't know the name of it, but it's like an actual like, it's like an old school like Beethoven era. Era. Kestrel like yep. track and shit like that. I forget the name of it. But like, this is such like a cool play on it and it basically becomes like a shred fest on the keyboard that he composed it with. I was shocked you picked, like I said, I'm always shocked when you pick anything Super Nintendo, because I know your feelings in general. What do you call and, it? My buddy Ryan showed this to me, and I was like, holy fuck, this song's a banger, and the Super NES version's so much better than the Genesis <laughs> one. It's the same composition, but the instrumentation is just so much better on the Super Yeah, NES. no, that makes sense. Once we review this game, yes. and I heard drinky, it... Drinky. As soon as we reviewed this game and I heard it, I was hooked on this song. Because oh, yeah. as it starts out, it's simple, and then 
you'll see a theme with a lot of my songs. There's two things I love. One, when a song drastically changes, like, what it's doing, or if it's setting the mood, like, very specifically. And this song, it just, I mean, it's just one of them. A lot of people love DuckTales, but... Yeah, we should yeah. probably say the names for the audio portion, but yeah, this is DuckTales. Mid- Shit, you're absolutely right. The last so one this... was the Era of the Acrobat theme song. Uh- <laughs> Good job. Yep, so Jim is correct. We probably should have been saying it if you're listening on audio. So I will put in the extra effort in the description. I will outline all the songs we have because we fucked up in those first couple. Yep, but now this is an all-time classic, so can't argue yeah. this one. Uh, cheers. Cheers. Drink up. So this gym really was interesting to me. You didn't obviously didn't play this as a kid, so this really oh, had no. that much of an impact on you playing yeah. it as recently as it did. Yeah, when I was doing all this is the table theme from Jackie Crush, which is Super Famicom only Japanese pinball game. Part of the Crush family, the forgotten one basically. And yeah, so I was playing this game. I was like, holy crap. Like, everyone talks about the music in Devil's Crush. I think this blows it out of the water. No, I... This is a... It, 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 like, gets that sense of importance. Not having played the game. I like the beat. Yeah, it keeps building up, too. It's like a two-minute track, too. Like, yeah. So many parts to it. Like, I think all these really complex, like, 16-bit songs just impress me so goddamn much. Yeah. There's so much more effort put into it than they really should have had, but... Yeah. That thing that you just appreciate. Time So this guy apparently is very infamous. His name is like David Weiss or David something. Um, drinky, drinky. Cheers, by the way. Um, this game, a lot of people hate on it. One of my favorite games as a kid that nobody knew. And the whole soundtrack is just everything that we've talked about. It's a short track, but just listen to it and you know music better than me. There's a lot of different things going on. Is this like a level theme or a menu theme? or This what is, is the first level theme. So it already ended, so it, it should be yeah, restarts. Th- this is like, uh, yeah, like when you're starting the game and hitting start. So the menu. Oh, okay. I'm not familiar. It's pretty good. I accidentally just took an extra shot because I wasn't paying attention. So. All right, I'll do one to keep up. <laughs> You never played Time Lord, right? Never oh, did. There you go. Cheers. Cheers. There's a lot of shit on the Game Boy that I'm shocked more people don't talk about. No, oh, yeah. the Game Boy sound chip and like, there's a lot of like DJs and shit who make entire set lists based off Game Boy software. So this is like the sewer underground theme from uh, Fall of the Foot Clan on the Game Boy, the Turtles game. What is it? I mean, it's Konami, but I was going to say, what is it about so many Turtles games that have such good soundtracks? They just got they got the right people on them, whoever it was, man. Like, yeah. they, they never hit. Even for as, like, divisive as the first game is, the music's great. Oh, dude, that first game, I was shocked neither of us have one of those on there. Yeah, me too. I mean, or I think I have a song from Turtles in Time, but none of the NES ones. That's what I mean. Like, I'm talking about the original NES. Yeah. Fun fact, this is the first Yokoi Kids video I did, too. Yep. And if you don't know them, make sure you follow them. Yep. Speaking of Game Boy. Yep. Spider-Man. Cheers. This is, uh... The Amazing Spider-Man. This is level one. Um... I had about six Game Boy games. 
on the old brick Game Boy. It was this, uh, Metroid, Super Mario Land, Tetris, and I can't remember the other. But this this game was so hard, and I would replay the first level so much because I would die. This is a good soundtrack. No, this song's pretty goddamn good. I'm impressed. Yeah. I would hate it because you end end the end the <clears throat> the level fighting Mysterio, and he would be such a pain in the dick. But this music, I always liked it. Well, you know, LJN for as bad as the games could be, the soundtracks were almost always. Oh, dude, bad. yeah, LJN doesn't get enough appreciation for their. We should do an LJN top ten. Right. Just we should music. call ourselves the LJN Defenders. Damn it. Cheers. 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 This one I might need to explain, Jim. It's just so happy. It's just <laughs> such a happy track. The stage one song from Cheeky Cheeky Boys. So an arcade port of a like forgotten Capcom platformer. Here's the deal. Did you when did you did you ever play this as a kid? No. So I mean it is a happy theme, but like if you when I think happy themes, I go Kirby or stuff like that. You went cheeky cheeky, boys. <laughs> for whatever reason, the first time I heard it, I must have just been in that right mindset for a song like this. Because it just, like, the instant I heard it, I was like, who the fuck has this song been all my life? <laughs> it's maybe, maybe I was drunk when I played it, or whatever. I don't know, but, like... It is, it is happy. I've never heard of cheeky cheeky, boys, before I saw you put this in the video you made. So I was like, okay. Like, oh, I know you're going to hate me for this. No, I mean... Cheers. I like the song. Cheers. You hate the game, but yeah, this this opening theme, it may be part of the reason why I have such nostalgia for the game. I love the soundtrack. I think it's another one where it's a good example of clean audio or clean tracks on the Genesis. Good use of the gem system for, you know, what it is. It's just the main theme from Cape Chameleon, basically. Yep. But uh, yeah, no, it's a good track. I when mean, you played through the game, did you appreciate the soundtrack or were you just too mad at the game? <laughs> Damn it! So it begins. <laughs> no, I, I did like the soundtrack. Like a lot of obviously you had 120 fucking levels, the songs repeated, but all the songs for the most part were pretty damn good. Would you put this on your personal top 20 best Genesis list? No. For no no oh, no for, for music. Yeah. If you're going individual songs, not full it soundtracks. It could be a contender. This is a pretty good one. Yeah. I don't have the nostalgia for it, but and it didn't have the. Uh, Cheers. Um, Cheers. Obviously, Final Fantasy on the NES. The battle theme. The battle theme. Here's Seems the deal. Hear this a lot. Yeah, I mean, here's the deal. Jim and I, we've also admitted we're not huge Zelda fans. We're also not the biggest Final Fantasy fans. So we may get a little bit of slack for how little RPG themes we have, but we've said on this site many times, that's not what we grew up playing. So... There's going to be a lot of RPGs not on this list. I'm going to give that warning, so don't expect it. And I mean, what do you call it? I actually played Final Fantasy on my old flip Samsung Intensity smartphone. There you go. That was actually really good. <laughs> so, like, I'd be taking a shit break at work, and I would just be, like, grinding away and grinding away to fight, like, War Machine and crap like that. These soundtracks are classic, though, so, it, it, like, it makes sense. There, yeah. No one can argue. I, oh, speaking of Donkey Kong Country. So, cheers. Mm -hmm. One of the most loved themes of all time for a yeah, good reason. This is the aquatic theme, and uh, as I said, you'll see this with a few of my songs. 
very moody. You're underwater, and it's so different from the upbeatness that you see in so many games. And, like, Echo and a few other underwater games tried to capture this. But this one is, like, it legit sounds like it comes from a movie. Echo came first, though, but... No, no, I'm, but I'm saying, like, underwater games were trying to do this general, yeah. like, not-so-high-paced... Also, one, fuck Echo. Echo sucks. Well, the game sucks. Game. No, no, the game sucks. People, the sound the soundtrack's will, great. Yeah. yeah. But no, the Aquatic, I, when I first heard Aquatic theme, I was like, what? Why is my well, pee-pee getting hard? Yeah, well, this song got nominated for, like, a lot of, I think it got nominated for a lot of, like, legit music awards, too. Of course. Um, good old Mount Sakura Spring version from Scalp <laughs> 3. You know, having not played this game, and I know you love this, this sounds like what should be in a golf game. That's all I can say. Yep. This is from, like, the first course you play, so it's one you're probably going to be hearing the most. It's going to be, like, your practice course and shit like that, too. But it's where you're going to cut your teeth, boys. So it's good to have a nice little soundtrack right there with you. I do love how, like, all the different uh, seasons have different variations on the theme songs, too. No, this is a very, um... I mean, like I think of golf in general, it's like an upgrade to elevator music. It's catchy. It. It's, it's very, fun. it's very catchy, but it's not meant to be like. You're not supposed to focus on the music. It's supposed to be background shit. It's perfect background noise. Yeah, that's how I would describe it. Yeah, and I knew you had to have this on here, like somewhere. Oh yeah, the nostalgia I have for this one. Not more Come on. I mean, yeah. Fry. Fry. <laughs> Don't you dare. When I put this on here, I knew. Fry. <laughs> as soon as Careful. I did it. I know. I'm not going to lie. That could influence. But here's the deal. Punch out. I could have went with the actual main theme. But this is the bicycle training theme from Punch Out. And I'm still calling it Mike Tyson's Punch Out. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, if you know. If you know, you know. But there's no doubt this is one of the most catchy, like, background, like, do-do-do. Oh, it's a fantastic track. It's amazing. Wait, shit. I, you know what? Honestly, it's one of the more underrated Nintendo tracks, I'll say, too. Since I spilled a shot, I'm going to take another shot. <laughs> oh, Christ, now I have to take another one. Oh, darn. <laughs> Jim, I'm so happy you noticed that, though. Oh, of course I did. Ah, oh, Jim, this... Cheers. Cheers. So, Jim. So, this is Street Fighter 2. This is... Uh, Ken's theme. Ken's theme from... But specifically from what? Street Fighter 2 Championship Edition on the PC Engine. Real... Like, here's the deal. You're Mr. Genesis. No, no, no. Here. I have a method of my madness. Okay. I wanted Ken's theme on the list. Of course. I was, listening, I was listening to all of them, and even the Genesis versions, they were a little too heavy on the background noise and not on the main theme itself. Really? Like the beat, where I thought this was way more on the nose with the main beat than a lot of them. See, I read this as you were trying to be unique. No, but no, I wasn't trying to be my usual dickhead self. I really did think that, like, the do-do-do-do-do-do, like, yeah. this one, more than a lot of the other ports, really emphasized this. Well, I'm glad... All right. So, this is Resident Evil 1, the uh, first floor mansion theme. It's also called Where's Wesker. 
classic. For people like us, this is a goddamn classic. So if you like horror games and mood, that's what this is. And part of what I love, like Jim said about Hot Shots Golf, one, this is my favorite game. So, of course, I was going to add something. But when you're clicking on the marble floors and this is going on and you're checking stuff... It's so eerie because it makes it feel like there's an emptiness in this huge mansion before you see any of the monsters. And you're like, what's going on in this place? So it like has like an almost echoey effect in a place that's already huge. Oh, yeah. It's perfect background noise. Yeah. Especially mood setter. Like, for what it needs to be, it does it well. Yeah. And it was so tough. I was choosing between this and the remake version, but I stick with the original because that's what hooked me. <laughs> This is... Cheers. cheers. God damn it. You know how much it burned my soul to put this on here? So, everyone knows who knows about the basement theme and the copyright issues, so they rushed a different song for the director's cut. I first played the director's cut. So when I heard this song, I was like, man, this is really weird, but I was like, man, it's Resident Evil. It's a weird game. It's supposed to be unsettling. I thought it fit. And little did I know, everyone hates this song. So I was like, you know what? For as interesting and stupid, and yes, it is bad. But for as interesting and stupid as... All right, so Jim, wait. I have one question. Here's my director's cut, my game. Yeah. It's a different cover. This is not on this cut for me. It's only on the DualShock version. Gotcha. Okay, that's where I was confused. I was like, what is this? Yep. Yep, it's the basement theme from Resident Evil 1 on the DualShock, uh, what do you call it, version? Years. Resident Evil 2 Front Hall. As much as I Classic. as much as I love Resident Evil, I can't deny there's probably more better tracks in Resident Evil 2. And this front hall is just it it, it has the same idea as the uh <clears throat> first Resident Evil theme I picked. You open up and it does a spanning shot of the entire police station. And it's like every time you go into that hall, I, I don't know. There's something about the mood it sets. And I just love the composition. So I was like, it's got to go on here. Oh, no. This is one of the moodiest songs ever put in a video game. It's yeah. fucking perfect for like. And playing the Resident Evil 2 remake. The game in this oh, area, dude. Yeah. You keep yeah. coming in and out. Dude, as soon as I could switch over to Resident Evil 2 remake to this version, I did it every time. Yeah. 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 Speaking of moody, cheers. Cheers. I knew you were going to pick some from Shadowrun. I wasn't sure which one. And I know you've talked many times, obviously, with your video and everything, um, what this sets for you. See, like I said, with you, I'm almost more used... Oh, by the way, speak... It's Shadowrun. Shadowrun, the abandoned building slash cave thing. <clears throat> yeah, and if you saw Jim's video, if you haven't, the link is below. See, knowing you, I know you love more like tempo-y, upbeat stuff. And it's funny because you pick, there is a few very moody stuff you picked. And this is obviously the most moody of the Shadowrun themes. Oh, yeah. No, this song, like, not, not so much anymore, but like this song, anytime I heard it, I was legit scared playing. Yeah. Because it always had the areas with the hardest enemies. Like mm. the hellhounds were most likely to come in at this point. And I was most likely to die and backtrack and shit like that. So it was just an anxiety machine. I had to put in call of duty zombies. I knew I was going to put one of the call of duties and I love this guitar riff. Like 
It's catchy. Cheers. Yep. So, Bri, you can German the name. It's 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 Call of Duty Lullaby for a Dead Man. Um, it's the main theme you hear in all the zombies. There is a vocal version, but I've chose instrumental just for the sake of YouTube um, copyright. Exactly. So, at the end of the day, uh, there's a lot of different zombie themes, and they actually tie in a lot of legit bands. This background noise that. Dan, 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 That's actually Dan, why I didn't put the uh, Brian May song from Rise of the Robots on here. I was wondering why you didn't put that. Because it fucked my old video. I had to chop so much of it up for copyright. Jim, you know how much it killed me to not put All I Want from Crazy Taxi from Offspring? Oh, yeah. like That is literally like it sold me on that game. Oh, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. So this is the Spider so, Race theme from Super Mario 64. God, like, I like happy songs. I like tempo songs. This is the total package when it comes to that. This is what I imagine Hellbillies dance to. Oh, and dude, it's, it's so far. Go down yeah. and nanny all wrapped in one. Like that goddamn banjo and that whistle. Now, it's one of the better composed on the 64. 64, oh, yeah. let's be honest, you and I. We joke about it. I know you love it. I give it some shit. But this is very well composed for a 64 game. Oh, this whole soundtrack. This whole game. Like, this was the 64 coming out swinging. Like, it's a, it's weird that you hear this. Yeah. Why couldn't more games be composed and sound the way this one did? Yeah. It's... Quality <laughs> just wasn't in there for as many of them. It's a shame. Cheers. Cheers. This one's WWF No Mercy, BGM 2, one of the most standard match themes you're going to hear. It's my favorite wrestling game on the 64, and whenever I think of that game, other than the annoying-ass Dick Diggity Dog... I, I was like, right, put Dick Diggity Dog on there? I hate that song, but this song <laughs> I actually liked. Whenever it wasn't this song, I didn't have as much fun in the match. So yeah. this was my favorite match theme. I think everyone heard Dick Dickity Dog and went, what the hell is this? I, that's what was like, why did you do, like, I loved, uh, it might have been WCW NWO World Tour. It was like, do, 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 or like, it was more like, I don't, I don't know. But Dick Dickity Dog, yeah. I was like, socko. <laughs> yeah. Like I actually tried to like keep like a lot of like licensed shit off there, but like, yeah, you put a good one there with that in there. Cheers, Cheers, obviously. Big apple. Big apple. I mean, you can't. We've already Tales mentioned. Tide, big apple theme. It obviously is play a the play on the, the classic theme, so you got to put it. It's. Yeah, Konami I broke, knows I broke, what the I hell they're doing. rule about licensed songs, but like this is just such a good variation. Oh, Jim, wait till you see some of the songs I put on there. Oh, I'm sure. It's going to be interesting what we can and can't play and i'll have to adjust it accordingly but regardless i couldn't leave some songs off yeah i'm so and i was I happy <laughs> dude i was so happy you put this on because this was on my list and i was like oh jim's got it okay cool yeah. <laughs> like you opened up so many options for me <laughs> I got, taste. got some taste here you do you, you do hey i haven't been critical of you yet True. except for that resident evil basement theme you son of a bitch i love how goofy it is i thought it fit Fucking thick. Ooh. This is really low, so let me turn it up. Ooh, this is good TM. Pick. 
This is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters. The NES version. The oh, NES man. version. It's, I believe, the sewer theme. I, I'll put it in the description. This game, the best fighting game on the NES by a mile. It's better than a lot of 16-bit fighting games. And the soundtrack, once again, Konami, it's friggin' amazing. And I say on every video that I comment on, I like it better than this... Especially the, the Genesis version is trash. But I like it better than the Super NES version, too. Like, everyone... It's off, yeah. Everyone drinks off the Super NES version. I'm just like, that's like a generic fighting game. Like, this is actually impressive. Like, what the fuck? No, the fact that it was on the NES and what it did, it was so much more... Like, yeah, Super NES you, is fine. You play but ER it's... Kung Fu or Urban Champion or shit, man, play <laughs> this, and you tell... Oh, oh of cheers. course. Cheers. Dude, Silver Surfer gets too much slack because of AVGM, because of how hard of Fallen, it is. Speaking of the Fallen Brothers or Tim Fallen or whoever. Yeah. What level is this again? Ah, uh, is this... Is it Fire Lord? I forget. It's... I mean... I want to say it's Fire Lord. I'm probably wrong. No matter what you pick from Silver Surfer, the themes are... Dude, they're, they're fire. They're all and They're all fucking bangers. <laughs> now, granted, you probably can't appreciate them as much because you're going to get your ass kicked and be dying, but at least the music is really, really well composed. It's the reason to come uh, back. Yeah, for sure. And I was really happy you put this on here, too. <laughs> Dude, you're going to hear me say that a few times. <laughs> Expects the worst. Pleasantly surprised. By the way, uh, I'm very close to that drunk point. Oh, I'm, I got a good buzz going right now. So I purposely put this at the halfway point because this is the safe room. Good call. Resident Evil 2 safe room. Um, every Resident Evil is notorious for their save rooms. Resident Evil 1 and a few of the other ones, they sound too much like porno music. This one, <laughs> I don't know what it is about it. This theme gets so stuck in my like i'll literally walk around and be like dun, 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 dun. i might need to run and get another beer i'm already on my fourth one <laughs> really yeah i'm okay so i'm about to finish my third i your shot glass must be much bigger than mine so hold on probably is i'm gonna do a few shots to catch up but no this would you agree this is probably the best of the save themes yeah yeah this definitely sticks out the most to me too And there's nothing better when you get in that room. Of course. It's gotta be. It's gotta be on here. I was so goddamn happy you put this on here. Green Hill. Sonic Cheers. One. Cheers. Sonic 1, Sonic 2, they all have amazing themes. But if you really are picking, like, how could you ever pick over this? There's a reason a variation of Green Hill is in, like, at least a third of the Sonic games because it's gotta be. Like, I know Sonic fans will like, go fucking Green Hill again, but for normies like me, it's gotta be on there. So let me ask you, you know better composers. Whoever made this, do you think it was a team or one guy? Um, was it Yusuzuki who did Sonic? Or was he the developer? I forget. He's <laughs> gonna kill me for this, but yeah, I forget who did it. Either that. way, could you imagine being on a team and somebody comes up with this and you're like, are you fucking kidding me? Fuck I gotta follow to that? that? Yeah. Such an amazing theme. Yeah, I mean, it's my it's my favorite chance this scene. Here we go. Ooh, cheers, you dirty slut. 
I love so many songs from this, and this is the Contra 3 Alien War Stage 4 or 3 theme. It'll be in the description once again. Um, so many of these songs, Jim, what I want you to listen to is how it starts to what it turns into. It sounds like what you would expect to sound here when you're fighting aliens, and although I love the original Contra, this is just better. Like, it completely changes tempo, and Ooh. that catches me every time. Would this be your favorite Contra 2? Yeah, I, uh, I do love I know you don't one. have as much experience, but... but I, I, I'll say it's the best one. Contra 3 is the best one. Cheers. Cheers. So this Rainbow Road from Mario Kart 64. I talk ad nauseum enough about Mario Kart 64. It's my favorite theme from it. And the remake of this in Mario Kart 8 and 8 Deluxe is fantastic as well. And like playing that, like, rekindled my love with this song, too. I was just like, fuck, I really do love this Rainbow Road song. Like, so heard, is that like, I heard it like how I was? It was like... But is that like how I am, where you still prefer the original over the remake? Yeah. Okay. Because I have that a few times in this video where I the remakes are cleaner, but there's something about the original that sets a different tone. Jim, stop playing on your phone. Sorry. Stop it. All right, Jim, you got to take another shot because you're playing too much on your phone. Yep, drink it. All right. Cheers. Goonies too. All right. So you know the song, right? So this is the Goonies 2 on the NES, and this is literally the actual song. The Goonies are good enough from the original movie. Here, here's the thing. I did not grow up with the Goonies. Okay. I tried to watch the Goonies a year ago, and I fell asleep. Really? I didn't. It's like you never, just it didn't catch you. You have to. This is this is one like never-ending story. You have to watch as a kid. If you're an adult yeah. watching for the first time. Okay, so, but Jim, do you know the song by Cindy Lauper, The Goonies Are Good Enough? I've heard it, yeah. I don't know it Okay, well so enough, that's what this it. says. Yeah, dude, did that have, like, a two-part, like, music video? Like, Rowdy Rowdy Piper was in it, too? Yes. Yeah. So that's the thing, is this introduced me to the idea that a actual song could be composed in 8-bit and sound like it. That's why I had to put it on here. No, it's Once a good again, pick. It's a good song. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Don't be bitching already, Jim. Oh, I'm a bitch. But no, I mean, this is Sorry. the Avenue Stage 2 song from Granada. This is the music that made me go out and buy the game. This is why I reviewed the game. I fucking love this track. And unfortunately, the part that's like the really good part of the song doesn't even come up until like a minute 30. So we're not going to hear it. But even this intro part is still really good. Yeah. Now, Jim obviously chose this game during one of his months. It's really fun, and I have nothing negative to say. It's probably one of the underrated soundtracks of the Genesis. Yeah, you really can't go wrong with, like, a Wolf Team-developed game for renovation on, like, the Genesis or the Shore of 68,000 when it comes to music. And actually, funny enough, like, this game's a, this review's about to hit, like, a thousand views. Somehow, this one, like, randomly the past year has been, like, consistent. Yep. Cheers. Oh, fuck it. Come on, now. Cheers. 
So there, literally, I had about four game, four songs from Streets of Rage 2 on my list, and I, I did narrow them down to two. This one is Dreamer because it is probably the most unique of them with that start. I, you could pick... I could literally just be like Streets of Rage 2. It doesn't matter what I pick. Okay, so Jim, Jim and I both picked our personal favorites from it. It was so hard not putting more than I only li I limited myself to two for this list, but it was so tough not adding more. Oh yeah. So, so yeah, and for those of you, this is like as you're about to go into the uh, the fight with the the, the fuck's his guy. name the claw guy. Yeah. The fuck is his name? I forget. It's all the boss I used to names in that arena. I literally used to always call him Wolverine, but I know. <laughs> yeah. And then obviously, good old Jim's. Cheers. The cheers. Street to Rage 2, back to the industry. This is Jim. He's mentioned many times. This was the most surprising song from when we did our top 10 song video. Because I was like, I remember this being a good song, but like, again, I've said it a thousand times. I didn't realize how good it was. The only reason why I maybe it, it's have like, any... It's, it feels like desperate. It's like, like, the mo it's like the climax of like the... Well, dude, like, this level is the turning point for me for the game where I'm like, okay, here comes the gauntlet where I'm really annoyed because you got the moving tracks, and I know I'm going to lose at least a life, and I'm always like, oh, this is the annoying part of the game. But I do love the soundtrack. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, and this is only I like do... like a 30-second track, too, but it's... It's really good, yeah. And then, obviously, I have oh, my, my final from my Super Rage 2. Cheers. Ooh, cheers. Revenge of Mr. X from Streets of Rage 2. And here's the deal. When I was a kid, getting to the boss was always a big deal. Nowadays, not so much. But it actually combines a few different songs. It's the actual Streets of Rage theme mixed with Moon Beach. Mixed with... There's... Uh, mixed there's, the boss theme mixed with... There's so much mixed in. It... And it's perfect. While the guy spraying bullets, Mr. X is spraying bullets all over. You you can't appreciate enough unless you play the game as much as Jim and I. Oh, yeah. And I come to love this theme, so I had to throw it on here. It's funny when I see random like Twitter things that are like, "Oh man, that game's pretty tough." I'm like, "What?" I I know just you how much <laughs> I played as a kid. <laughs> you and me are like those weirdos that have played it way too much to understand why people think it's tough. I'm like, play suit. Oh. oh, cheers. Ter Terran theme two from the original StarCraft. I knew you had to have something from StarCraft. I didn't know what you were going with. Yeah, this is just the track that just... Whenever I play StarCraft, I'm, I prefer Terran. Actually, StarCraft 1, I like being Protoss more, but Terran... But StarCraft 2 had a lot of the old StarCraft 1 songs in it, so by being a Terran main in that, I heard this one way more. But was it the same exact, or was it a slight remake? I think it was the same exact for the most part. I'd okay. be a little wrong, but maybe it was slightly remade. But it, yeah, I, this is like the track that I was like, oh, this fucking track. So yeah, dude, I went back to so many RTSs and considered putting them in here. They just didn't have the effect as some of the songs I left in on the list. But I'm like, yeah, I could understand you putting this because this is like the RTS for you. Oh yeah, for sure. And yeah. Uh, Fucking uh, the amount of oh you know what you know what it is too like I played so many tests of Terrans too oh yeah cheers cheers Mickey. 
So it's Fallout 4 main theme. Honestly, insert any of the Fallout themes. They're all the same. This is the twist on it, which I like. Um, it's the main game theme. I've talked about my love for Fallout, but while you're in menu or loading or anything, this is what you're going to hear. It's very like... It's like what you would expect to hear when you're watching old World War II videos or something. It's like very like all-encompassing. And obviously with Ron Perlman in almost every game talking about war, war never changes. And you're like, oh shit. It like gets your, your heart going a little bit. And with Fallout 4, I'm a sucker for pianos. And that's what this one uses better than all the other games. And actually your Streets of Rage pick, that had a very high emphasis on the piano in the beginning too. I'm I'm a I really am a sucker for pianos. I don't know why. I had to be on. Cheers, here. of course. The boss theme I'll, from Star Fox 64. I didn't know what you were gonna go. With. I thought you were almost gonna go with the first game, first level. I was thinking about it, but this one just always stood out more for me. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Jim Star Fox 64, that's his jam. Other than other than when we reviewed it and when I beat it that one time coming over to your apartment that like I there's nothing else I when I first played it. Jim, I didn't even judge you. I just said like I didn't have experience with this game. So I I understand you're putting this on this list, but I don't have that connection. Right. I didn't well, say yeah, anything else. I didn't say anything else, Jim. Oh, it's fine that I was better like, oh, than you were. My first time. <laughs> I didn't even say that. I oh, just you, said you said things. You Jim, said, you, Jim, what are you talking about? You, you. <laughs> this, though, and this is... Oh, cheers. Oh, come on. Vampire Killer, Castlevania. This is your pick, and I even said the name of the song. Yes. So, when you start off Castlevania and you get in that first level, goddamn. If this doesn't hit you and go like, oh shit, this game is awesome, it sets the tone for the entire series. That I've never heard a theme more reused or recomposed or call it whatever the fuck you want. I've listened to this shit. I've even had my wife be like, listen to orchestra versions of this. She's like, this is a cool song. I'm like, yeah, it's from a Konami game. It's up there with Green Hill. It's up there with Mario. It's up there with the Zelda Overworld. It's one of those timeless, used everywhere songs. I mean, for me, it's my favorite NES theme. I, other people can argue other themes, but for me, I just love this. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't argue. Yeah. You know, I got into yeah. Castlevania late. Even I'm just like, oh, yeah, fucking Vampire Killer. Speaking of. Speak, yep. See what I did there? I th I had a feeling this was coming next. Cheers. Cheers. So Vampire Killer has been remade many times, and Jim's choice was Rondo of Blood from the PC Engine. Just... A remake of a classic. This is my favorite version of it. I was I was basically between the original and the Castlevania Four version. Castlevania Four version is very good too. I went with the original just because that's what I have the most experience with. Yeah, this one has the advantage of being CD quality sound and shit like that. Just you know, and, hate the classic. And you didn't, gr and you didn't, yeah, you didn't grow up with being a huge Castlevania fan, but obviously, even you appreciate how good the song is. Oh goddamn, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't grow up with Castlevania at all. Excuse me. So, but so you, the you can't deny that's the song. my favorite theme from the original Castlevania, but well, 
I can't deny that this is a fucking good theme. Bloody Tears from Simon's Quest, Castlevania 2. Tears. Once again, a game that gets so much hate because of AVGN, but even he remarked that the sound is amazing. There are so many great themes. Bloody Tears is the second most infamous theme from all of Castlevania. It really is. And, like, there's so many YouTube covers of it that are just fucking... Yes. But this so right here. Like, this... Like, as it goes into another beat, dude, like, oh, that It makes me go back and play Simon's Quest more than I should. It's not that bad of a game. It's very cryptic. It's not. It, get, it doesn't give you the hints that it should because of a bad translation. It's got... You know what? I'm going to throw some. I'm going to throw something out there, Jim. It's going to be unpopular. This isn't as cryptic as Legend of Zelda. Oh. Burning bush, all that bullshit. I'll say it's on the same oh. level of cryptic. Cheers. <laughs> so this is the Yorgis theme from Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel of the Roses. So they took Yu-Gi-Oh! They put it in the setting of the War of the Roses from the ancient British classic war. The thing is, like, each side had a main theme. So you're going to hear the one song a lot. <laughs> and this is the one that I dislike the most. I put so much goddamn time into this game. So here's the deal. The PS2 when I is heard like a this... weird error. The PS2 is a weird error. Yeah. I maybe played like 15 games like when I played them ad nauseum. This is one of them. Is it me or does this sound like almost like a jazz bar? It kind of does. Like, like when I heard this, I was like, does this fit a War of the Roses theme? I, I don't know. A War of the Roses theme? No, but... Cheers. Obviously, Cheers. I had to finalize my Castlevania songs. Castlevania for Simon Belmont's theme. It, uh... What can I say? How it starts to what it becomes. It's Classic. the... It, it's probably the third most memorable of the Castlevania themes. It's been remade. I would give you third most. I'll give you that. Yeah. And it's beautifully done. And it starts the game off for you. And you're like, oh shit. Like, okay, Super NES is coming with that with some shit at you. And I love it. Yeah, that Super NES soundtrack, man. It's fucking... It, 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 when when it did right, it right, good. if it, it is a it's reverb perfect. Monster, it's fucking Yeah, good. like, this, DK, to me, are the examples of what you should show for Super And Mario World. This, DK, and Mario oh, yeah, World of course. the three best maybe... soundtracks outside. Without being a RPG guy. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Good old Road Rash on the Sega Mega Drive. What, what theme is this? This is the... The one forest theme. I forget the name of it. This but, one, I'm, I'm going to be honest, it shocked me a little bit. You put it on here. See, Road Rash is kind of a divisive soundtrack. People either love it or hate it. I love it because I played it so much. And for whatever reason, this one is the song that like stuck in my head the most. You know what it is? It just is very twangy. Oh, it's extremely twangy. Like, and I could see where you either, yeah, you either, you hear it and you're going, what the fuck? Or you go... I love this. Yeah. And I'm the type that's just like, I'll just like, this is the one. This is my See, but this is the thing. This is the musician in you. You appreciate the composition behind it. You ignored, I feel like, the twanginess. Well, I like the twanginess. I like the groove with it. 
Oh, well. Obviously, so. Right, cheers. Come on. Yeah, cheers. This is from Doom at, at Doom's Gate. It's. To me, this encompasses. Yeah, this is. This encompasses Doom. When you think of the Doom soundtrack, you probably think of this song. There's plenty of other metal songs they covered. This is so great, though. Oh, for sure. I'm air drumming right now. Yeah, I see you. But here's the deal. When you think of Doom, is there any other song you think over this? No. Yeah. So it was tough for me to eliminate Duke Nukem oh, 3D because I actually scared. played that more. If you, All right. When the next one starts, go grab your next one. We only got about 12 more songs or 13. All right. So that'll be two bits. Yeah. But no, dude, <laughs> I was, I was amazed six. you didn't put Doom on yours. I was like, wow. I was like, oh, dude, this. Okay, this fucking so, song. Halo, the main Halo theme. What, 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 Cheers. Get, get yep. Jim and I have covered this on our Which is Better Between This and Skyrim. Of the modern era, no song has ever surpassed the idea of, like, epic like this starting off with this very like i don't know the word like church organist like oh and then going into the rock dude this song is amazing I, I mean this helped put halo on a map halo was a good game but this song it took it to a different level it's just so epic yeah, of modern games, you can't appreciate what this song is. Because when you think of modern games, you generally don't think of of soundtracks. This one is different. It's like the last like modern game that like got stuck in my head for like yep. a game. Cheers. Oh. Yep. Cheers. So I just mentioned that we did the Which is Better. This is our first Which is Better, actually. You're right. Uh, between Skyrim and Halo theme. And here's the deal. The Skyrim theme is just every Elder Scrolls, especially Oblivion. It just added the Nordic, like, Dovahkiin shit. It's, I mean, the background theme is what makes it good. I don't care so much for the Dovahkiin shit. It's very epic. It sounds awesome. I mean, and when I, this might be the most recent song that's been stuck in my head as a theme. And when I'm sitting there listening to the uh, the menu music or the like pause music while I'm loading the next section, I gotta be honest, it's still goddamn good. Now, is this a real language or is this bullshit video game language? I don't know. No, it's literally Dovahkiin, Dragonborn. Ah. Cheers. Cheers. <sighs> Jim, man, you've loved this theme for a, quite a bit. You've talked stage, about stage it. Stage one theme from Rocket Knight Adventures. Did you play this as a kid, though? Yes, yes, I did. I grew okay. up this. Yeah, the Played way the you... shit out of this game. Never beat it. Never beat it. What was this? I, I still can't remember, though. What was it we said this which is better? It was this or something else. Oh, God, it was like... Doom or something. It was like such a random like combo. Or... I can't remember, but I remember you were very, very big on this, and I oh, haven't it was, played it was this game. Instinct because you motherfucker kept thinking of the sound, the CD soundtrack that came with it, and not the actual like SNES, what do you call it, version of the song that was on there. Well, Jim, you're like this is you... a CD quality song. I was like, because you went to CD. That doesn't count. <laughs> Cheers. 
cares? Mega Man 2, Dr. Wily, Stage 1. I mean, of all the Mega Man soundtracks, there's plenty of good ones. Capcom did very well with their soundtracks, but this is where they really did the best. And I'm sorry, this is the best theme of Mega Man. It's really good. Yeah. Right, are we ever going to put together that top 10 Mega Man? <laughs> we... Yes, we absolutely are. <laughs> you finally answered it. I saw I your comments. I answered that months ago. Yeah, but here's the deal. We still need to talk about it. Like, you were pretty much on par with me, but now we still need to narrow it down to 10 because there are so many fucking good ones. <sighs> we know this Just is number do one. It by the squirt. <laughs> Jim, but we know this is number one. It's so good. It's fucking, yeah. When you think Mega Man, you think this theme. If you think of music. That's a video you might see this year. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. This is Not a perfect. similar situation. Los I didn't Angeles know what you were going to pick. Yeah. Jim, if you know this site, you know he loves this game. I didn't know what you were going to pick, but I knew you were going to pick something. This is very, like... Blink 182 punk rockish for and, the time. Yep. It's very late 90s punk rock. Like, yep. Like, if you want to, if you want to, like, I was born in 86. So, this yeah. is the It's a time thing. capsule. Yeah. We were going eighth grade to high school. This is, uh, it's very of the time. So, who and knows? My, my best be... friend growing up had me PlayStation. Had this, and this was the game that I was the most jealous of that I didn't have on the N64. You know what's sad, Jim? When it makes us feel old, this will be called Dated. Oh, for sure. Still. Speaking Ooh. of... Speaking so of this Instinct. is Super Drink. NES, Killer Instinct. Main theme. Killer Instinct was the only game I had at the time that came with its own CD for the soundtrack. But this was the actual Super Nintendo version. Silly me thinking we only go through like four beers to the power hour. <laughs> yeah. I'm wrong. Yeah. I'm at, yeah, I'm like five. I'm almost at six. six. Yeah. This game. Oh, hold on. Let me, let me take a few more shots to catch up to you. <sighs> I know you were never a huge fan of the game itself, but the soundtrack, you know like this theme. No. Not that I wasn't a fan. I just didn't play it. And like True. when we played it together for the first time, I was like, oh man, this is really good. Like the combos are super smooth to pull off. Like you can yeah. mash and still pull off a combo like, just sticking around. The only game, like I said, at the time where I had my own CD for a soundtrack. Oh, I'm so happy you put this on here. Cheers. Cheers. So mentioned in my video, my band opened for Green Jelly twice. And hearing this fucking song, I was like, ah! Like, dude. Well, it's Maximum again, Carnage way, on Super Nintendo. And what way level is this? Version. Yeah. I, but here's the deal. I immediately, when we said this, I, I like put that on my list to add. And then when I saw you put it, I was like, okay, good. We're covered. It's, I won't say the entire soundtrack is as good. But this theme is really, really well done. Oh yeah, it's a fucking, it's a perfect main theme song. Like, yeah. And if you look up the actual like song called "Carnage Rules" by Green Jelly, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I love Green Jelly. I love. Green and, Jelly. and then follow three little pigs. Yep. 
Ah, oh, good pick. Cheers. Cheers. This is one of the cases where I think I do prefer the Genesis version over the Super Nintendo. The Here's the deal. It's Zombies Ate My Neighbors, and the theme is Zombies Ate My Neighbors. First level. Um, Zombie Panic, yep. Yeah, so the Super NES, I think, has more composition, and it has too much background noise. Like, it has, like, a clown laughing. It's like, I don't like that. So, like, this part right here would be a clown laughing and, like, monsters growling. I just want music. And this keeps it a little simpler. I like the Genesis version over it. Surprising to hear, but yeah, would have gone. I mean, I grew up with the Genesis version, so. I know Jim prefers it. Yeah, yeah. Jim's not going to complain about it. <laughs> Anytime I see a video with, like, the Super Dance version, I'm like, what's all this bullshit in the background? <laughs> oh, I never Cheers. this version. Cheers. So, this is Universal Soldier on the Genesis Stage 2, which is Turrican 2's Stage 1, which is the bastardized port. And I like this version of the song better than the Amiga Turrican 2 version. I think the musicianship and the instrumentation better on this one. What always cracks me up is, for a game like this, this is once again, like, in a Hot Shots golfer. Like, it seems really happy. Like... Like Chica Chica Boy, like it's, it's, on one hand there's a little bit of an action and danger theme, but it's very happy. It's very like upbeat tempo. It's a little more like I want to say almost electronic on the Amiga version. Yeah. But it's like this version's almost more like like Caribbean's the wrong word, but like I think it might be the right word. Cheers. Cheers. Jim, you know nothing about this game. This is Hellblade. Nope. So, there are so many themes I was going to pick. I'm a sucker for a chick singing. And this song is at the end of the game when you're running towards the final boss. All I can say is, when you have the bass turned up in your headphones, and because this game requires headsets, yeah, the, the beat increases as you fight more difficult enemies. So, this is a 12-minute song that I had to cut down to one specific spark part so yeah you're not getting the full effect but imagine like you're running on this bridge towards this final enemy when like the base is kicking and it's like you're gonna fight the final boss oh yeah well this game left such an imprint on you like you talked so much i didn't think it would but it did of course cheers cheers There's nothing Stage to one be said. Double Dragon. It's like it's the Castlevania. It's the Vampire Killer. It's the Green Hill. All that. It's that version for Double Dragon. It's the best song from Double Dragon. Period. Like there's nothing more to be said. Once again, you put it on here, you save me a spot. <laughs> Do it <more> again. <laughs> Every time you like some of the lists you put, I was like, damn, you really did save me. But yeah, no, this is a. Uh, Unfortunately, not enough beat-em-ups took this kind of, like, very fast-paced approach to their music. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. And, like, the Double Dragon soundtracks, for the most part, are pretty good, but, like, you, you can't beat this. This is the classic. No. My and God, that little change right there. Beer. What? 
Of course. Final Cheers. song. Thank you, drinking. Cheers. Here's the deal. It this really. The last song? It's the last song. Oh wow. Here's the deal. It really chapped my ass to not put the Super Mario Brothers theme on here. It was between this and Super Mario Brothers, and honestly, this has been stuck in my head so much more. Maybe because I had the brick Game Boy. I don't know what else to say. I was shocked Jim didn't put the Super Mario Bros. theme. But this, and it is an old Russian classic piano song. Yep. What can I say? It's a classic song. It's probably the most classic video game song ever. I would probably go with that with you. Yeah. So I had to put it on here. I know some of you might be mad we didn't put in Mario Super Mario Brothers from the original NES, but I had to choose us over it. Yeah, I had. I think I had at one point Mario Two on my list, but then I took it out for one of the other ones. But dude, I I went back and forth so many times, and once I saw you didn't put Mario, I was like, we're doing. I guess it. we're gonna. Going balls, I, I I guess we're gonna game. do it. Like no Mario on this list. Well, except for sixty four. But I was like. Yeah, no Super Mario's on the NES. Or or we're on it. But here's the deal. It's almost too Ooh. obvious. Like do 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 right. we're, we're gonna say, oh yes. Yeah, like on one hand, Jim and I always try to we wanna be unique with our choices, but at the same time we wanna add something you haven't seen. So if you have to add a, a song, add that on there. Yeah, for real. <laughs> If you want to see some more, I mean, you've already heard them, but check out my list below. As Brian remembers to put my list down there. Yeah, and Jim and I, that's one of our, I can't say easiest. It's one of our favorite things to do is compare music from a specific franchise. Like he mentioned, we want to do the Mega Man uh, 1 through 6 because it's on the NES. We've compared it. We're going to get that list out. But, like, we did with Streets of Rage. Music's one of those things. It's, to me, still the most objective of all, like, genres. Oh, subjective, but yes. Subject. That's what I mean. I'm sorry. So. Yeah, stupid. Jim, Jim and I, we have very different tastes. And sometimes making those lists they can be a pain in the ass as you saw from the simpsons games <laughs> well it, it's funny because what he called <laughs> he was like oh do all of our uh, favorite video game songs i was like i've already done two videos on this my fucking most of mine are already done but so yeah come up with like another 10 songs basically yeah and for me dude i've been back and forth so many times and even as we as i publish it i was like fuck there was a song I wanted to add, but at the end of the day, you know, you, you do your best. But we want to do a power hour for you guys because it's a, it's episode 100. We want to get you guys drinking with us, appreciate some of our favorite taste. And oh, yeah, go back to the beginning of this and drink with us. Did we tell them to drink with us? I can't remember now. We did. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, no, I'm fucking drunk now. How do you think I feel? I took a whole month off. You're a bitch boy. But you've been drinking like a goddamn cockneyed, and now all of a sudden you're going to act like meh. But I'm a fat bitch boy. But Jim, you're meh. I also am meh. So, with that, we want to say thank you so much. It's episode 100. We appreciate all the support, as I said, at the beginning of the episode. 
I'm definitely drunk. I went through five beers. Jim was way ahead of me. Once again, I'm just going to blame it on these shitty little shot glasses. That, and that's thank you, Video Games find. Monthly, for your superior shot glasses. Yeah. I mean, an ounce should be an ounce, but either way, um, we appreciate all the support you guys give us. If you ever want to hear us talk about anything, comment on YouTube. If you follow us on Patreon, we're definitely getting getting to it. Hopefully us getting drunk talking about music is listenable, but if not, yeah, it's our 100. Fuck you. You also know this is us. This is a good insight into things we appreciate, things we like. You know, we're not games. GameSpot, we're not IGN. We're not giving just the generic Jim put goddamn Resident Evil basement theme on the DualShock. It <laughs> it killed me. I almost wanted to put the I almost wanted to put the actual legit Resident Evil basement theme just to piss him off. Oh, I'd have been mad. But I kept his list the integrity as it was. So you know it's legit. So with that, we want to say Thank you guys for continuing to follow us. Thank you guys for supporting us. And until next time, guys, we want to say cheers. Cheers, guys.